back to the episode of Let Me Tell You. Today we have breaking news. The new commissioner of the Pac-12 conference has been hired. The conference of champions, George Kilkoff, the president, the former president of entertainment and sports at MGM Resorts, is replacing Larry Scott, a former collegiate rower for Boston University, is taking over. And I, I have to give mad props to the Pac-12. I think they made a great job picking this commissioner. I think he's much better than Larry Scott. Well, in the eyes of most Pac-12 fans. That's an easy thing, and should you should everyone should be better than Larry Scott. He was the devil, spawn of Satan. I don't have as much vitriol and hate for Larry Scott. I can see the hate. I think it's justified to a degree, but I think also Larry Scott was not as horrible as we all want to make him out to be. I also think of a big shout out to Kirk Schultz and the president of the University of Washington, two of the members of the five-person search committee for the new Pac-12 commissioner. I think they did a great job finding a new commissioner. They took their time. They found a good one. George Kilkoff is fantastic. I think it's a great choice. So first, I want to give some context to Larry Scott. So when he came over, he made a big splash. Utah and Colorado joined the Pac, Pac-10, make it the Pac-12. When Larry Scott came over, he was working at the Women's Tennis Association, had made a, had record TV deals and sponsorships for the Women's Tennis Association. So that worked out great for him. It looked like a, a brilliant deal. Pac-12 network launched, signed a record deal with Fox, all that good stuff. Then it turns out it was way too long. And then every other conference jumped in front of us with their TV deals, basically. There is an assumption with this new commissioner that we will the Pac-12 conference will move to Vegas, its offices. I get it's less expensive. I think that's a really big move, and I don't know if we're going to make that immediately, but I think, I don't know if it's a better move, but ultimately, it's less expensive. Now, I think this is a great deal, a fantastic deal. The Pac-12 media rights are going to expire in 2024. I think this commissioner sets us up big for, sets us up big for a nice, a nice juicy deal, get a big slice of the pie. So he, in his first couple minutes in the press conference, mentioned that TV is shifting from linear TV to digital, which I, I agree wholeheartedly with. The NFL. The NFL is slowly working to a more streaming-based option. They've switched their Thursday night games to purely based on Amazon Prime, which is streaming. The NFL is working on more of a streaming deal. You know, the Pac-12 should follow it because the NFL makes the money. They are the king. You follow the NFL. If the NFL can do streaming successfully, the Pac-12 should endeavor to do that as well. I like this move. Streaming is crucial to the future of TV and sports. Because obviously, a lot of the money is made in, in the TV revenue. And if we get streaming, that's good. And now, I was looking at the conference revenues. Now the SEC is obviously king with their TV money from ESPN with $292 million in 2024 when our deal is about to expire, compared to $137 million for us. Depending on how the couple of years step up with USC and Oregon, I'll get on a rant about them in a minute. I think depending on how the next couple of years in football shake out, because that's really what we care about. That's the moneymaker. That's why people buy. They want to sell Pac-12 games for football. Basketball is nice, but it, it's just football. Let's be real, people. Football is still king. So I think we can get, we can command roughly $200 million, a little under $200 million. I think that's a lot of cash, and I think that's still $100 million under the SEC. I think we're more valuable than the ACC because the ACC only has one good team, that is Clemson. And I think we have USC and Oregon and potentially UCLA all on the rise. Three traditionally powerful schools, USC and UCLA, money just blow. They have fantastic revenue, alumni donations, and Oregon is also with the great relationship with Nike because Phil Knight went there, obviously. So I think that'll be good if we can boost our, our visibility with the streaming deal, I think Kirikov worked at Hulu, Major League Baseball, and he was big on syndication deals and TV deals. So I think that's big for us. TV is huge. We need more money. And also, I think if he if we can get a Pac-12 commissioner who will push 
and actually have some some rationale and some understanding behind why we need an 18 playoff. I think that's big because USC and Oregon are not pulling their weight. I'm going to be real. I don't think they're pulling their weight. They get the five-star talents every year, multiple five-star players, and yet the Pac-12 cannibalizes itself. I think as much as I want to see WSU go deep in the Pac-12 and do really well, I think our best shot at securing a better deal is if USC and Oregon pull their weight and play like they're supposed to. Now, that doesn't mean WSU can't play well, because they totally can, and Oregon still can as well. I think we need to push for an 18-playoff, which allows for which has the champion of each conference with an automatic bid, plus a spot for the best team of the group of five. I think Kirikov can argue well and help push for a eight-person playoff. I think that's big for us. We need that. Why? Because we're losing visibility. We have the Pac-12 at night games. Oh, those are so much fun. Oh, sure, they're fun for the students. It's great. 7 p.m. game, so much fun. But that screws us in media visibility and respectability. AP voters are mostly on the East Coast. God's time, as it's called. There's a reason there's an East Coast bias. Because everyone's asleep. No one wants to stay up to watch Oregon play Oregon State, even if it's important. We see this prime example of Christian McCaffrey, when he was coming out, was snubbed his junior year for the Heisman Trophy. He lost to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's a great running back. But Christian McCaffrey... I believe, was the runaway favorite for Heisman. But he lost to Derrick Henry because all the voters saw him play at Alabama. Alabama's a bigger name than Stanford. And he would just play later. You wouldn't get to see as much Christian McCaffrey as you could see Derrick Henry. So in summary, this is a great hi- this is a great hire. I'm a big fan of him, especially with the TV deals. He worked at Hulu, MLB. He's, he understands the future of TV, which is fantastic. And he is a student athlete, and he has a background in college sports. Plus, I think gambling, potentially, with the new name, image, and likeness laws coming to effect soon. I think gambling might have played a factor in this deal because obviously it's a billion-dollar industry. The NFL is getting more involved. George Kirikoff was on the board of BetMGM, one of the three largest U.S. sports betting companies. So I think that could potentially play a factor. That would be interesting to see if college athletics could dip in, dip their toes into that pool. Just some thoughts. I think this is a good hire. Let me know what you think. Go Cougs. I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want me to do here? I I get him a prostitute? What 